So, Match Day Live Extra, our post-match review from the Amex Stadium. Brighton nil, Wolves 1. Remain Saiz, the difference between the two teams from an absolutely delightful chipped pass from Ruben Neves in the first half. The match stats go like this. Brighton had 59% possession to Wolves 41, though it doesn't entirely tell the story. It was much more even first half, but Wolves obviously with something to defend. The possession for Brighton went up to 63 in the second half but still they didn't have a shot on target in the second half the home side Wolves had three of five efforts in the second period overall 12 shots for Brighton to eight from Wolves but only two for the home side were on target five for Bruno's team seven corners to four in favour of Brighton as well Wolves pass accuracy a little bit down on what it's normally been in victories down to 78 percent but they were dominant in terms of dribbles. They were dominant in terms of long balls. And they won the game in the end. Andy Thompson has been alongside me. Former Wolves women defender Claire Hateman has been watching from home. Claire, I will come to you first. What did you make of it all in the end? Yeah, it's a fantastic win, isn't it? I think um, the boys were superb today. I think they really grew into the game. Uh, and second half, it was kind of what we speculated at halftime. We know our Wolves like to defend it. But that first 10 minutes in the second half, they had five absolutely brilliant chances. Um, I think maybe, I mean, it's a, a, a crazy to say, but the ref having to faff around with his uh, device actually broke up the broke up our little spell where we were quite on top of the game um, but I think it was a brilliant display and we, we've got that clean sheet that we've been after obviously they've, they've defended brilliantly the past few weeks and it was great for them today to get the clean sheet to go with the win although it's only one goal it's something to build on I think there was loads of positives in there uh, I think the front three bearing in mind we didn't have a, a striker on the pitch uh, a traditional striker so the front three I thought did brilliantly I thought Troyero was a lot better with the ball uh, he was really looking Looking after the ball much better than he has done in previous weeks. Uh, Trincao grew into the game as well, and, and Pedence looked a threat every time he was going forward. We spoke about Neves before the game being that that solid man in the midfield, and and, and he was just integral, uh, you know, in defence and in attack. Yeah, listen, they lost Ray and Aitnori to injury in the warm-up. They lost He Chan Huang early in the game to injury as well. Though I did see him down at pitch level after the game and he didn't seem to have been strapped up or anything which might be potentially good news you never know but Tomo without Raul Jimenez as well today through suspension it was a, a much changed element and as Claire says that front three they found it tough going early on yeah. but all three seemed to get better the longer the game went on well I thought that they did say Chunko didn't start uh, particularly well so against some stern looks from Bruno from the touchline um, I thought Traore struggled against Veltman a little bit. He's trying to outstrength him, but Veltman seemed quite a strong lad as well. Um, but as the game went on, they started to get into it a lot more. They started to find a little bit of freedom. But then you go into that second half. In that second half, they created opportunities, more, not more so than the three against one that you've got going forward. And again, we've got to be clinical. We've got to make sure that we score goals against teams especially when you get the opportunities like that because in this Premier League um, it's been difficult for us this year to score goals but we got that one that got us the game won us the game the clean sheet which they've worked on uh, again which they defended well for, for quite a lot of the season anyway they've defended well as a unit Kilman coming into there that's so uh, defending but 
what a finish. Say Jimenez would have been proud of that finish from uh, Saez. Right foot, just put into the keeper. Keeper had no chance um, in the goal. But again, it's, it's all about winning games. And, and that's what they've done. They've got the right result. And invariably, when they've scored, they've, they've got something. But also, how many times last year did we say, oh, we've conceded again early on in the first half? And, and we haven't this year. We've done really well this year. Is that because of Kilman coming into it, finding form, is Saiz in there, well, or, or goalkeeper? Well, let's talk about that. Uh, and interesting, your thoughts on this, Claire. Uh, well, you were both defenders for, for part of your careers. Um, what is it about the way Wolves are defending at the minute? Because even though Brighton had a lot of the ball uh, and they were getting into fairly OK areas, it never really felt like they were too troubled, Claire. No, I think the organisation is spot on, isn't it? They're, they're solid and they're compact. Uh, they don't leave many spaces in behind. And obviously, as they sit as a three, they, they, they pick up their players early. And then you've also got Samedo and Marcel that are tucking in with them. So I just think they're well trained. They're well drilled. Uh, you know, bar obviously those really unlucky moments in the Man City and Liverpool games, they absolutely, the game plan was just perfect, wasn't it? I mean, literally, there was no space. Uh, Liverpool, Man City are getting frustrated because we're restricting them. And it's fantastic that we can do that. Um, you know, they've been questioned previously about, you know, should we be playing four at the back? Should we be playing three? Uh, what sort of formation should we play? And it's not working. Well, you know, I think they've settled. That they're, they're looking organised. They're confident. And I think the longer they go on having these positive displays, that the more their confidence will grow. So, I mean, it's been superb to see uh, Cody and, you know, points... Um, crazy as it seems he's had a little bit of criticism and I mean I think over the last few weeks he's been superb literally stand out as well as Kilman who's been solid from the start of the season um, and Sois just seems to get get better and mm. um, obviously he, he offers a lot going forward as well for us which is great but he looks solid at the back which you know is he, fantastic as well so um, yeah I think we've got a lot to build on there I mean I think the game plan will switch again for Sunday uh, for Chelsea it will be a different game to tonight but it's interesting to see it develop with Lager and, and to see where we go with our game plans how they want to play who, you know which players are used um, but I think having that defensive solidity that we have at the moment is, is the base that we need Need to build on because if you get a clean sheet you know points are going to go on the board and then we just need to look at being a bit more clinical going forward yeah well if you look at all the top teams in the division or teams that win the leagues they always say keeping clean sheets is the is the thing that gives you uh, the blocks for it to do and again i'm not saying we're going to win the league <laughs> I, I, I seen you giggle then i seen you giggle then but but what it does though it allows you to win games it allows you to win games because yeah. again we've we've been in this division uh, a few years now and we've never been massive goal scorers so it's an advantage to us if it, or it gives us an opportunity to win games by keeping those clean sheets. We found it difficult uh, probably last year where we were conceding a lot of goals, early goals in that first half where we were chasing games because we were, we were struggling to actually get goals to get ourselves back into the game to start with. But this year when we've done there, they've worked really hard. Again, you've got a player in form in Kilman, say, well, the three of them across there, but also as well, we've never mentioned him much, Saar in the goal. I'll tell you what, Sars come in, again, that first half, he's done a great save because he's come through a lot of bodies. Yeah. He's got himself into it. And I think that he's put the Brighton player off as well. For and the, he's so for comfortable, isn't he, getting oh. the ball back? He's part of the, the play now. Well, you just watch him, the way that the ball... Uh, Patricio, don't get me wrong, was a good keeper, but yeah. probably one of his weakest points were, was his kicking. Uh, but you look at Saar there, he's happy to receive the ball. He's happy to have it under pressure because he's got an ability to either pick passes. Also, he's happy to come out of his line as well. I know sometimes the way... 
way that we play. He has to be up there. He's like the sweeper behind the sweeper, if it's such. But what he does do, if he gets the ball and he can see people up front, he's got that accuracy on his kicks. And, he, and I think it's been a great plus for us when we're going forward that he can pick those passes out. And, and if you've got a confident keeper behind you, I'll tell you what, as a defence, you know that you can, re you can have your goalkeeper making sure that he's going to tidy up or do something. You know he's where, what he's going to be. And that's the thing with me as well. You know where he's going to be. Um, and you know where he's starting line. You can keep a higher line because you know he's just going to be there. But I just think that the way that we played, Samedo, again, I thought I thought had a good game against tonight. I was going to ask you both about him. I, I thought Samedo had another good game. I thought he defended really well against March. Then they sided. But the thing is what I like about him as well, stopping the crosses. One of the things that we struggled with before, or he struggled with before, Ait Nuri a little bit as well, defending, stopping the crosses coming in, because that was causing us massive problems, and it does. Because the first thing that you would say as a defender or a fullback, stop the cross. If you can stop the cross from coming in there, it gives your defence a hell of a better chance of keeping things out. And we've seen it again tonight with March. He was twisting, turning, trying to go past him, block it. I thought Marcel did well as well. Lamptey probably down that side caused problems there. He's an attacking fullback, but again, Marcel coming into the side does a great job. His yeah. experience just shows, and I, I, I know that just to slow the game down or just to stop the flow of the game, he goes down or he takes his time. He come onto the pitch at one stage, didn't he? When he's uh, got injured, uh, but look, it's it, it's it's a great result. It's a good result in the way that we've played tonight. Claire, on the Marcel thing, I mean, you know, he would have got a late shout in that warm-up to say, you know, you need to change your mindset because Aitnor is just trotted off injured, so you're now in to start. He's not featured for quite a while, actually, and he's been in and out with COVID as well. And so, actually, to put in that performance... I mean, he came, what, a couple of inches away from getting a goal as well when yeah. he was bursting forwards, Claire. Yeah, I think he was excellent, wasn't he? Um, I think, like you say, Bernie Money hasn't played for a few weeks and uh, obviously post-COVID for him, 90 minutes in the bank, you know, in a challenging game. I think he wore the ball pretty much everywhere during the game um, and a few physical challenges flying in there as well. So um, I think he just... I think what he does offer, I think Eight Nori is superb going forward. He's creative. He's got a bit of flair and he's massively come on defensively as well, which possibly was might be more of his weakness at the start of the season. But I think Marcel probably offers the opposite way around a little bit. So it gives us that defensive security. But I think going forward as well, I mean, he, he had a couple of assists earlier on in the season. Um, I think he's, he's, you know, he's, he's an integral player for us. And I think he does offer a little bit of balance dependent on that front three as well. So it'd be interesting to see if Eight Nori's fit at the weekend, whether he chooses to go with, um, obviously, Eight Nori or Marcel for, for, for the Chelsea game, whether he's looking for a bit more of a defensive side. But, um, yeah, it was great to get him minutes in the bank. And, you know, we're going to have to rotate, aren't we? We've still got, you know, Chelsea, Watford, Arsenal, uh, Man United just into the new year. So you've got some tough fixtures still to come. We're going to have to rotate round. We've lost out Nori potentially. We've got Hwang out. Uh, Marcel definitely took a knock. Traore looked like he tweaked his ankle at the end. So although Jimenez comes back in, we, you know, we lose a couple along the way as well. So um, it's important to get uh, players across the squad minutes so that they're fit and ready to go when we need them. On that basis as well, Tomo, uh, I wonder just how actually 
important. We saw Bruno's reaction at the end, you know, and the way he went over towards the fans. Do you think there's an element in there that this, we all knew how tough this run of fixtures was yeah. going to be? And this was the one, given the fact that we had, what, Burnley and Norwich just before this run, and we kind of dropped points. Yeah, I was just about to say games. that, yeah. So how important was it to win tonight? Oh, it was. It was important because you say, we've, even though I was saying like, we've got a tough run of games over Christmas, I thought we played well against Liverpool. Well, defending-wise, I don't think we offered that much going forward. Uh, Man City, we were a little bit better. Again, we defended well. A bit unfortunate with the two goals. Yeah, the big disappointments would have been the Burnley. They had opportunities to win the game there. Uh, Norwich, I thought that possibly we got overrun a little bit by Norwich. I thought Norwich um, outplayed us in that midfield area. I thought we could have changed it a little bit sooner than than we did. But, again, you get, it gives you a point. If you say you got a point away from home and a clean sheet, you would have took it. But I, I would say, like, if you've got come away with four points after the Burnley and the Norwich game, you would have been pretty happy with it. But to come only away with two, we'd have been disappointed, especially with coming into the Liverpool game, the Man City game. Uh, and again, same as tonight. If we had come away with nothing tonight, and then we've got Chelsea the weekend, all of a sudden you've had that run of games where you haven't really put that many points on the board. And teams that, well, the run that we had where we won a lot, uh, quite a few games, started to open up a little bit of a gap from the bottom. All of a sudden, teams start to win in or teams, teams start to get points. All of a sudden, catch up with us. Mm. And I just think you could see how pleased he was uh, tonight when he's gone onto the pitch and up to the fans because he knew how important this uh, game was. Look, I think we'll go Chelsea again. It just shows you how well we defended after the result about Leeds last night where they got battered by Man City. It just shows yeah. you how well we played. Because if you think about it, Man City never really created massive chances against us with the way that we defended. Okay, so we had that, we had, and Kilman could have got us an even equaliser towards the end of the game in the Man City. But I just think that the way that we're playing, we've got a good base to defend against as a team. Um, we saw it in patches tonight about going forward, which is something that I still think that we've got to work on and do better in. But it just gives us that good base just to build up and go into that Christmas period. Claire, do they almost now, as tonight's result, giving them a bit more of a free hit on Sunday? Yeah, I think possibly. I mean, I'd be surprised if we didn't revert the game plan slightly. But exactly how Tomo said, I think against Liverpool, we didn't offer a great deal going forward. It would be nice to see, you know, to see us open up just a little bit. But, it's, you know, it's understandable. Chelsea are a quality team. Um, but, it, you know, equally other other teams have gone and got points off Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. So I think I think really being at home with the crowd behind us, you know, these Christmas fixtures, you, you never you never know what's coming at us. We're just coming off the back of a win as well. Um, so it would be nice to see us open up a little bit. But um, I think exactly as we just said, I think everyone's looking towards Watford. Watford's the banker for, you know, looking towards, we really need three points there. Uh, Chelsea becomes a little bit of a free hit and then you go to Arsenal, we try and compete. Uh, and the same at Man United as well. You know, I think we've got every chance of, of taking points at either of those places um, when we're on form. So let's see what happens on Sunday. I think it's going to be, you know, no doubt a tough team. And with the injuries we've got and the fact that we have got a small squad, um, there's going to be changes inevitably made. But um, if we can build on that clean sheet, maybe finish a few of these chances that we are creating. The problem is in these kind of games, you're not going to get lots of chances. And when they do come along, you, you've got to put them away. 
Uh, Gary says, solid performance. Pedence and Traore linked up well. Going to be a skip in my step tomorrow at work. Bobby Joe says, much needed. Three points, but very tough to watch. Give the ball away too often. John Clark says, Adama was brilliant in the second half and gets maligned. Yet he put two great chances on plates for teammates. Solid at the back. Great to see. Neves' pass was filth. We should probably finish by just talking a little bit about that Ruben Neves pass because as Claire brought up at half-time, Tomo was screaming for him to try and shoot. Well, he's 18 yards out. Ball coming to him. Just did it. But, OK, I'll let him off with the, with the pass that he did. But, yeah, it's just frustrating. Like, say, like, the ability that he's got. We want to see him. We remember the championship. We all remember that. Anything that comes to the edge of the box, he's hitting. He's scoring goals. And we want him to. See, we want to see that again from him, but what he has got, he's got the ability under pressure to pick out that vital pass. And again, that just shows you the, how, how he stands out from a lot of players that you watch, where he's able in tight situations, pressure coming onto him, that he can pick that pass. We saw it against Villa. We were awful against Villa. We were awful. The last five minutes, all of a sudden, a little bit of quality, a little bit of class from him, picks out the pass. We end up scoring, getting ourselves back into it. And we've seen again tonight about the quality that he's got under pressure. And again, people used to say, that, oh, he's not the player that he is. He still shows that quality. <laughs> yeah, He still shows it. Claire, that was world-class, that pass, wasn't it? Uh, his vision is something else. He sees things that people don't even pick until after you've watched the replay. You know, he's he's just, he's, he's a phenomenal player. And, you know, we're so lucky to have him and, uh, to see his journey from when he first joined Wolves in the Championship through to now, I think he is world class, and the things that he does, you know, is superb. And, and pretty much, we when he plays well, we play well, and we get a result. So, you know, he's massive for us. And uh, I think you look at the team sheet, and he's one of the first names that I always look for just to check Nevers is playing because I think everybody bounces off him. His, his vision, he just doesn't give that ball away. You know, his possession. Uh, Ray must be unreal. But, you know, he's, he's he's just a phenomenal all-round player. Defensively breaking up the play, um, and also going forward. And it was nice to see him in driving forward that Podence chance where he took the run and obviously slightly over it his pass. But Neves driving on through the midfield, trying to get forward into the final third. He's, he's kind of I love seeing that kind of Neves where he gets a little bit involved further up the pitch. Um, but he's just all-round a, f- a fantastic player. It was a good game. In the end, it was a good result. It's lovely to see a goal. It's always a good game when we win. It's always a good game when we win. Um, but yeah, so we don't make it easy though, do we? So we watch it here and I say, I've got my head in my hands some other times when I'm watching it, just saying, just keep the ball. But you know, there's a, there's a point to that, just to finish, Tomo, because obviously you and I want to get back up the motorway and get home. <laughs> um, it's all right for Claire sat at home yeah, in the wall yeah. watching. Oh, I'm good. Um, <laughs> just a point to finish, I guess. And do you know, it's funny. We are, what, 24 points now, which is a good return. Oh, it's a great return, considering... We've lost the first three games. Well, yeah, we lost the first three games and we didn't score. Yeah. And it took us like 70-odd efforts on goal to score. But I'm just thinking, you know, really, realistically, West Ham is the one game that you'd say they actually played really well. I, I think, yeah, probably for the 90 minutes, I yeah. think that was probably the, the only game that and we... And yet they've got 24 points. I know, I know. Unbelievable, isn't it? So, look, it's, if you look at some of the games that we've lost this year and um, just through the way that we played and you think about the opportunities that we created early on, the way that we played as a, as, as a match, just missing that goal, wouldn't we? 
we started to balance things out a little bit now. Okay, we still still like to be more creative in that top third for me. Um, but what they have done, they've sorted out uh, the defending, keeping clean sheets. I said to you, great base to have. If you keep uh, clean sheets, it gives you an opportunity to win games. And again, I think that we were unfortunate in those first three games because I think we totally outplayed the three teams that we played. Um, couldn't score, but still defensive. Only lost them 1-0 as well. So if you look at those, OK, we've conceded goals um, in those games. But we look a lot better. We look a lot sturdier at the back when you're playing. And again, is that is that because of the former Kilman? Is it because Saez, people question Saez coming in? He's come tonight. He's defended really well. He can pass the ball from the back. Um, but also as well, he offers that opportunity up front. We yeah. saw the Emir last season, the header, where he's put it into the top corner. And you've saw a class finish t tonight. What a finish that was. Because it's coming over and it's on the volley with his weaker foot and he's put it into the bottom corner. Like a top-class striker, as I said earlier. And again, it's but it just gives you uh, a bit of pride in the way that we play and the way that the fans took it on, where they've seen a team that's absolutely trying and working their own. Okay, get frustrated sometimes when we give the ball away a little bit cheaply, but they know this team is difficult to beat. I know I'm saying that we're going into the Chelsea game, <laughs> but again, as I said to you, I thought Liverpool had probably had the best start in the eleven, um, say up in the in the league. Now waking up against a team on Sunday that I think's got the best squad, say Chelsea, with the quality that they've got, the depth that they've got, they've probably got the best squad in the league. Um, so look, it's going to be difficult. Everybody's got them pushing and uh, challenging Man City and Liverpool, um, but again, I think that if we can get it right depending on what the, the team is as well because with injuries suspensions he's going to bring him in his back I would think Yeah. Um, but again it's look, it's eight nerdy what's happened to him Wang again we thing. shall see we will see we will see it's, um, it's nothing but an adventure mate <laughs> <laughs> um, we had a bit of fun tonight as well by the way everyone because uh, we had a, an 11 minutes of time added on because there was issues with referees communications and during that we were talking about uh, what Christmas films Tomo could star in. I don't have to talk uh, to you, Claire, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Claire, I'm sorry, Tom, I'm sorry. Claire. I've literally watched it fresh today with the kids at school. So, you know, I saw, I thought Christmas film and just, you know, I saw okay. him and thought of you. It was one I'll, of them. I'm sorry. I'm I'll sorry, I'll let man. you off, Claire. Well, it's okay. Claire's suggestion was uh, Joe Pesci's character in Home Alone, uh, the policeman slash burglar. Um, and I just want to finish on this one from Matthew Ashley, who says uh, the role that Tomo should play is Scrooge because he never gave me a Christmas tip when I delivered his papers. <laughs> I don't know. What do you answer to that? <laughs> I, I can't remember having any papers delivered. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It must have been the free one. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, dear. Matthew Ashley, thank you for thank that you. indeed. Thank you, Claire. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you, Tomo. Safe journey back up. It wasn't easy getting down here to Brighton tonight, but thankfully we saw Wolves win. And that's just good enough. Thank you very much for all your company. We'll see you on Sunday when it is Christmas Jumper Day for Tomo and I. Enjoy. <laughs>